squad. show that brings Australians and Americans together one episode at a time. Recorded July 19th, 2013, with your hosts, Jake Wesley, Dale Campbell, and starting today, Rocks. Hello, everyone! <laughs> Welcome back to Rough Guts. The show that... What, oh, the show! I thought my microphone was still muted. The show that helps you with your puppy dog haircut styles. I'm just joking. This is a music review podcast by an Australian and Americans. With a plural. Yes. <laughs> My name's Dale Campbell, this is episode number 22, recorded uh, Friday the 19th of July 2013. Uh, I already said my name was Dale Campbell. Joining me as always is Mr. Jake Wesley. Yeah, hello everybody. Um, I'm practicing my hairstyle for to be a Shih Tzu, so um, (laughs) no, not not really, not really. That'd be bad. Um, Mine's a haircut for a shaggy beast. Look at this thing. That might, be... and the beast. <laughs> that might be a show title candidate. And also joining us is Mr. Drox. Hey. Hello. <laughs> yes, we didn't actually get an official announcement, so we'll do it right now. We are now a three-member team now, not a two-member team anymore. So, welcome, Drox, at, officially as a host. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. You're very welcome. And now we outnumber the Australians. I know. Well, now I have to say... No, if you really want to go into te- technicals, if you really want to go into technicals, I was only I was only born in America, but, like, all of my family is Scottish. So, technically, oh. technically it's an American, a Scotsman, and an Australian. Ooh, I like this. That sounds like the start of a like bad it. bar joke. An American, a Scotsman, <laughs> an Australian, walk into a bar. <laughs> What did they oh. order? They didn't order Fosters. Oh, God. I, I feel really bad right now because I'm wearing an, an Irish pub shirt. <laughs> I, I'm non I don't know what the word is. I'm just wearing a generic shirt. I'm just, yeah, I'm wearing my jail shirt. I don't know why. Your jail shirt? Yeah, it's like barbed wires and stuff. So. Did they finally put you in the loony bin? Yeah, they finally caught me, you know. Well, and then he broke out because he, he's here, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we've got an hour. We got an hour to do this show before they come and get him. Exactly. So, unless we derail it, in which case that slows them down. <laughs> Chances of derailment: eighty-five <laughs> percent. The longer the show goes on, the higher it gets. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look what's happened now. <laughs> Alright, well, so, if you're all wondering, with the addition of a new host, Drox, we are now doing three albums a week now, and we're kind of a little bit genre-specific coming up now, so me, me, Drox and Dale, we've all, we all, 
we've all kind of like every week we've been doing this, we've had somewhat similar albums. We might do something different every once in a while, but for the most part, if it's mostly a pop album or a hit or top 20, top 40 stuff, I'm probably going to review it unless someone says like, no, no, this is mine. Um, Drox, uh, what, what is your specialty for this show? I would say uh, a split between like rap and metal. And, and anything that falls into those two genres. No. So if, if if a horrorcore album comes out, would that be your? I guess yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. There's his limit right there. <laughs> no, no, it, it would be it would be down my alley. Okay, and then Dale, what about you? He does all the classical Beethoven things when they release a new album. <laughs> I had my microphone muted because someone was blowing their nose. Um, oh, that was nasty. <laughs> yes. Um, I will do, like, the alternative slash indie style things. All the albums, that's the word I was looking for. Except this week, <laughs> well... Yeah. Anyway, oh, we'll get into uh, that. <laughs> I only heard one song from that album, and yeah. Good mess. We'll go into that. Something's going on out in the hallway, but I'm not going to worry about it. All right. <laughs> so, Speaking of things so going got, on in the hallway. The wrong, they got the wrong memo. They were supposed to come after you, Dale, but they're somehow at my door. Uh, 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 yeah. Why? I don't know. So I've got, I've got, I've got 17 oh. hours, I've got 17 hours left, before I go back. We have plenty of time. Though. You know. <laughs> Drox, you can derail it any time you want. <laughs> <laughs> so today. <laughs> so today I was talking to Truff. And then, uh, and then he asked me. Well, we'll tell you what the hell is <laughs> I don't know. I don't know um, where that was going. Well, that was, that was, a, that was a good segue. Right. That was a good segue. Whatever. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we are listening to. Self-explanatory, really. And, Drog, since you are the new edition, we'll let you start first. So. That was a good idea. Yeah. What I'm listening to, or what I have been listening to... Uh, is a lot of strange, strange music's the label. A lot of their artists, which include Sess Crew, Tech Nine, Ritz, Mayday, all those people. <laughs> yeah. Chris Calico, Tech Nine himself. Um, and recently, Ritz released a new album, and I have listened to that front to back and I have to say it is one of is that huh? album review this week though? Oh yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> I had to wait then. So I was listening to Seth's crew <laughs> and <laughs> and uh Quick save. man Seth's crew Seth's crew is just like these two guys and I mean they'll go bar for bar and like one person will say one thing they'll say like a bar and then boom uh got him bit got I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name it's UBI and got a bit got a or got a miss 
one of those two. And they'll just play off each other's lines and rhymes, and it's awesome. <laughs> I love I love when they do that. It just makes it like the the more epic is when they're playing off each other. If I have to uh if I have to recommend any true song, I would have to say. So yeah. That's that's true and pretty much that. Uh, what was the label called again? Strange music. Strange. Strange music. It is an indie rap label. Oh, indie cool. underground. Awesome. All right. Well now Dale will move to you. Absolutely freaking nothing. Move on. What? <laughs> I find that impossible. I don't somehow. I was listening to the. The birds. Yeah. They sounded very annoying. <laughs> and then they were going, caca! And then, yeah. That's about it. What kind of birds do you have? Caca! <laughs> <laughs> we have the Tweety bird. They've got cockatoos. We've got cockatoos. Yes. Squirrel. 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 Oh, I actually saw a squirrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted. Nice. Derailment number one. No. Uh, <laughs> Cut the derail. Number five by now. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. It's well, fine. I'm not counting, but if anyone wants to keep count at home, let us know. Um. All right. Well, if Dale, if you have, are you you so you serious? You I am serious. I have not listened. I've been swamped with work and stuff this week, so I have not listened to anything outside of the album reviews this week. Well, two of the album reviews, so I don't have a chance okay. to listen to anything. Well, else. um. All right. Well, if he hasn't listened to anything, so I guess I'll, I'll throw in something. Oh, you'll um, throw something in. Good. So, I'll throw something. In, no, not in. So you're, <laughs> right, I'll just say what I have. Um, so, uh, so Dale, you know this. I don't know if you know this, Shock, but I have a soft spot for girl groups. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> not girls. <laughs> girl groups. Groups of girls. Um, uh, because of their, of their, beauty. their voice, their, their voice, right? Yeah, their <laughs> voice, of course, okay. their voice. Um, all right, but yeah, in all seriousness, um, I like them. I don't, I don't like guy groups, obviously, because, well, let's face it, I'm straight, I, I think, and um. I just don't really like their stuff, especially, like, I know a lot of my old high school friends are like, you didn't like Backstreet Boys? One song by them, probably. That was it. Um, but, um, so, whoa. Anyways, there we go. <laughs> I almost went off on a weird Wonderland journey there for a second. I don't know why. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Number six. Um, <laughs> oh, continue. Don't mind the moon. It's, it's really dark over here. It's nighttime. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, okay, but in all seriousness, I have a soft spot for, for girl groups. Not... Mostly because these um, groups have really great harmonies and stuff. Drock, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
for those who are listening to audio, he has a moon that he keeps bringing into the frame. Much similar to what I did last week by putting Brian Ibbett's head into the frame. Hmm. Um, but, um, Dale. My head next dare. week. Don't you dare, Dale. Uh, um, I was gonna, I was gonna bring my okay. sparkly hat onto the show, right, but so, you know. All right, so, so seriously now, I'm just gonna close the monitor and not go on. Right, so, <laughs> um, a lot of groups I've been listening to, like um, couple, like a couple months ago, I reviewed uh, um, Little Mix's new album, which was uh, their first, their debut album, and it was really good. Their harmonies were amazing. They came from the X Factor in the UK. Well, in um, the states, on, on the the US X Factor. Um, there was a girl group called Fifth Harmony, and um, they were they were formed on the show, a lot like how Little Mix was. And the one thing that got me hooked on them was they did a cover of uh, Chantel's song "Impossible," which it was already a good song itself, but the way they added harmonies to it, uh, their like impeccable voices and stuff, it just it added like they like an amazing factor to it, and it was just awesome. Well, um, they released their new single last week called Miss Moving On, and the reason I, I like this stuff a little more than, like, the typical uh, young teen stuff that you listen to on radio nowadays is that it it's just, it's just when, they, when they all sing together, it just sounds awesome. I don't really like them more as a solo with, like, the solo parts right. than I do when they're singing together and that's their first single their new videos out now um but um there's they're they're a group to watch out for because they're going to maybe do big so that's fifth harmony everybody look it up awesome okay well i think it's time (laughs) to uh (laughs) cue something else Did that moon get caught in your foot or something? Dude, I didn't. I didn't do anything, man. All right. Let's move. Boy, this is going to be a really weird segue. We're all having lots of fun, and then we hit this. Topic of note. Oh, boy. All right, so it's a little somber topic this week. Um, For those who don't know, um, earlier this week... um, reason I'm bringing this up is because I don't care if, if, if it's a music group I hate or something in a show that's just like, I, or in a musical show that I'm just like, okay, it's had its run, but it's getting really old. Um, what are you doing? Oh. What happened? What happened? <laughs> Sorry. Play on. Continue? Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to honestly uh, say what happened? Um, uh, frankly, no. I'm just, All right. Don't play back. Um, but, uh, so, now I'm wondering what happened. <laughs> um, no, okay, so, but in all seriousness, though, last, or earlier this week, um, one of the stars of the show, Glee, Corey Monteith, he passed away in his hotel room, and it was a shocker because despite him being on this teen show that was highly overrated and stuff, it, um, he was a good talent, he had a decent voice, and was an alright actor. But, um, oh, okay, I see. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's, it's just like, 
it's such a shocker. A lot of people are shocked. Even, even people who don't like the show are just like, well, that's, well, that sucks. But um, it got me to thinking for this week. Um, what are some of y'all's um, recent memories or, like, what do you guys consider, like, probably the most shocking musical death of all time? And if you're thinking of one, try to think of another as well. Oh, uh, okay. Because I mean, I know one of you is going to say one of the one I'm thinking of, so. I mean, the, when I think of a, of a death of a musical artist that I know of, it would be uh, Paul Gray from Slipknot. And uh-huh. he died from prescription like he was prescribed uh, drugs and he overdosed on those drugs for some reason I I forget it was a while ago but he died from doctors prescribing prescriptions and that was a huge hit to all Slipknot fans because they lost their basis it's no longer the nine you know yeah And, and I think you were talking about this, I don't know if it's last week or the week before, but, or the episode before, but they they never want to, like, refill that spot because it's such a, or they or yeah. they skipped over that spot, didn't they? they? They were talking about skipping over that spot, yes. They were talking about if they added someone into the group that they would have a different number, like they're going oh. to retire that number because it is Paul Gray's number. Right. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember talking about you talking about that, and that was a huge blow um what about you drugs what was one of you, or you <laughs> there we go what about you dale hey. dale sorry um, um uh, recently or recently enough the one that comes to mind is of course amy winehouse and her her death and that i suppose came as a shock sure to fans i should really stop talking my voice sounds horrible i know it does um <laughs> Let's do that live on the show, because that's fun. Um, yeah, her death came as a shock, and she left behind a, a legacy in her music, and it was just tragic to see her go. Yeah. She had such a unique voice, too. Yes. Like, like I mean, there, you could have people that like try to like imitate her voice or stuff, and there's just no... There's just, you could copy it, but it wouldn't feel the same way. Because no. she had a, such a unique way of, of doing it. Um, what about yeah, you? Especially um, her one of her last songs, her duet with uh, Tony Bennett. Yes. That was very interesting, like a very good arrangement. Just that that shock. She also was one of the people who um, died at the, like I guess some people call it the curse age of twenty-seven or something. Because Ooh. there's a lot of musicians and singers that died at that age. This, I could look it up on like YouTube or something real quick to like show a list, but um, yeah, I mean those are two big ones. Um, I think another another one that came as a humongous shock, and I'm going to say the ob- or I don't I'm going to say the obvious one that was a few years back. Obviously, the one of the big shocks was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, because that was, I mean, he was about to go back on tour. He was going to start making more music. And then all of a sudden, it just went away. And, like, I remember growing up, or growing up, like, my dad would listen to his album. And I'd hear it. I'd start learning all that stuff. That's where I heard Billie Jean for the first time. And just, like, someone who's that, who's, um, 
such a staple in music. He is the king of pop going away at, well, I think we can all agree, um, way too early. Um, it just shocked everyone. And, and yeah, maybe people like dwelled on it a little too long. But, I mean, when it's someone that big, it's kind of hard to move on from that. Yeah. Was there any other anyone else? Whitney Houston, I suppose, is uh, well, yeah. one that we could go to. Um, death of a like a really big deal. Here it is. The the Twenty Seven Club is what it was called. Um, Twenty Seven Club, according to Wikipedia, is a term used to refer to popular musicians who have died at the age of twenty seven. Often as a result of drug and alcohol abuse, the number of musicians who have died at this age and the circumstances of many of those deaths have given rise to the idea that premature deaths at this age are usually common. A few examples of these people, and I'm going to try and find some ones that we, we would know. Uh, Louis Chiffon, who was a ragtime musician. Don't really know him that well. Um, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He was... Uh, Jenny Henry's experience and Band of Gypsies. Uh, Janis Joplin, heroin overdose. Um, Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors. Uh, who else have we got here? Um, Amy Winehouse, who we just talked about. Kurt Cobain of Nirvana. Um, someone's name on here, Fat Pat. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a whole list. You can just just search the Twenty Seven Club, and the list will pop up. Of people, um, that's just a uh, a few people to um, that were on the list. That's not all. Ooh, there's one singer on here who almost uh, got who almost who, this. This is gonna sound very moronic for me to say this, but I'm gonna say it. She would have been out of the club if she had if she had lived. Two or three days longer. What? Her name is Maria Serrano Serrano, the background singer of Passion Fruit. She died when she was 27 years and 363 days old. Wow. Yeah. That's not really luck, I would say. No. That's, not, that's, just, that's just an observation, so it's not anything about like, oh, she only died this. No, that, that's horrible. But, um, yeah. So, um, for those who are listening, just, um, let, let's just let us know, like, what musicians, like, when their deaths came, what really shocked you, and you can do it at... Roughcutspodcast at gmail.com Yes. Roughcutspodcast, <laughs> wait, what? Roughcutspodcast oh, yes, right. at gmail.com What am I on today? I don't know. The same right. thing I am. <laughs> the moon. The moon. What? You're on... The moon. Speaking of on the moon. moon and on. Yeah, let's hop, let's hop over the moon and go to this. This is your final warning. Never dark cloud overhead. This is your final warning. Around in the general beat, I read Woman, 
My, who was that last one? Uh, <laughs> uh, who was the last who one? Who was the last one? I don't even know. What, which one are you talking about? And I'm the one who listened to that album. The whole of, all of it. All of it. Um, well, while we tried to pick... No, okay. So <laughs> I had to pick some part of that song that seemed exciting. I was like, eh, this is still too good. Um, but yeah, this is the part I should have re-review the newest, new, or roughly new albums that have just came out in the past few months. And um, we got three this week with the addition of Drox into the mix. So... Oh, yeah. Um, hey, Drox, all right, so Drox, I know you, we, we kind of hinted before the show that we would have you start first. Uh-huh. So, what do you have this week? Oh, well, I have... <laughs> well, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I have Ritz, the life and times of Johnny Valiant. Okay. And... That was that, I, that's one of the that's one of the people we talked about earlier. And, uh, yeah, one of the people I talked about earlier. He's in Strange Music. I, I've been uh, I've been listening to Strange for a while now. And Ritz recently, I don't I don't know if I can say recently, but he got signed a few months back to Strange Music, and that was like a big deal. That's like coming from nothing to being put in with a group or put into a label of Tech Nine. That's like crazy. Anyway, away from that, onto the album. Um, so, it was, it was just everything that I expected, pretty much, from the album. It was everything I expected from Ritz, and, you know, I, I really, I really can't say anything bad about it, man. I just, I just can't, you know? And apparently we're putting random things up on the on the Skype, so I have some random ass moon, and that looks like a T Rex or something. <laughs> T Rex crossed it's alligator. Back for what was happening earlier. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. So so Ritz Ritz had some some pretty good songs on um, the Life and Times. He's a he's a he's one of those fast rappers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I if I had to pick like three songs, if I had to pick three songs for uh, you know Ritz is like the best you know songs on that album, I would have to say you know my interview. Yes. Switch lanes with Mike Posner, which who's heard anything from that guy in a long time? Yeah, he's been he's been out for a while. Yeah, and Rich is just like he has him on two songs in the album, and then I really I enjoyed the my interview one that made me laugh a few a few points. <laughs> that was good. And then and then I think uh, I want to say. I want to say going in. I want to say going in. Or for... Either going in or for real. Either of those. They're both pretty much on the but same. But not both. Okay. Excellent. I can't pick both. You, can, you can't pick both. You can pick both going in for whatever you say. Yeah, Sukhan's pick both. You have the big one. <laughs> what are you passing over there? For, for, for real then. I'll pick for real. It's done. For real. Good, good choice. 
What are you patting over there? Dare I ask? This is... This is a... Um, I got this when I was, um... Like, I think, eight or nine. This is a... We called this uh, my... Or mini Harley. I had a black lab named Harley. And... It's... Whoa, what we're petting today. Um, <laughs> pet, um, what are you and, petting uh, to? Well. Ever since she, ever since she uh, died a couple years ago, I just thought it's like, hey, can I take this to my apartment? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So I have this little, little reminder right here. So, she's all soft. Oh, hey, Jake. Ah, oh sorry. Hey, Jake. What? You ready? Sure. <laughs> uh oh. What That's happened? what happened earlier. That's what happened. <laughs> okay. okay. Now I know what happened. Yeah. Alright, so. That, <laughs> that has to be a sound clip for the show now. <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay, so, Drox. The Life of Times of Johnny Valiant. What is your... Oh my god. <laughs> Man. We <laughs> have it! If only we could time it. <laughs> Oh, Dale could probably do it. <laughs> yep. Any, um, anyway. Anyway, so what would you give? What rating would you give the Life and Times of Johnny Valiant? Oh man, I would. Uh... I, I'm just, I'm just going to go ten out of ten. Like, I don't need to use big numbers. It was just a perfect album. Oh, nice. So it, gets, it gets a perfect score for me. Ten out of ten, or in our terms, five out of five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so five out of five. Awesome, awesome. Alright. Well I guess so I so I guess you got a you had a really good album and that was that's another perfect album for the chart right there. Yeah. For arts, charts. So yes, it goes into our uh rough hall of fame. So Al <laughs> Rough Hall of Fame. Our rough it's it's very rough. Um well going from one great album to in my opinion, another great album. Um it's Skylar Gray's uh Oh, I don't like you. Why? I love Skylar Gray. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 like, because I reviewed this? Yes. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Shoot. Um, spoiler alert. Um, it's not. Can you really do a spoiler alert for a song? No. No. I don't think so. I hope it's all in the eye of the, of the beholder. Well, yeah. I only played one sample of the awesomeness of this album. That I'll just, that's all I'm going to say about it. No, I'm going to say more. Um, Alright, so, for those who don't know, Skylar Grey, you're probably thinking, Oh, what's so special about this chick? She looks like some white trash lady. Well, first off, she'd probably kill you for saying that. And then second... <laughs> You might remember a song back in the day, and when I mean back in the day, I mean a couple of years ago, called um, I Need a Doctor. Oh, yeah. Which featured uh, her as the singing voice and the rappers Eminem and the one and only Dr. Dre. And a lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't like it because there's some Eminem haters out there. No, it's because Dr. Dre keeps saying he's going to release an album and he never does. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, if you want to go even farther back than I Need a Doctor, though, you can go to I'm Coming Home. That is right. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm Coming Home is also by her. But um, now this now this album is her first official new album, her, first, her debut album <laughs> under the name Skylar Gray. Now, she had um, 
an album long before, but that was back when she was known as Holly Brooke Haferman. Back long time ago. In uh, 2006 was her uh, studio album under that name. But God, don't... so long ago. Yeah. But <laughs> it feels so long ago. But um, I was 16. Wow. Those were the days there. I didn't have to go to football anymore. That was the <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, all right, so yeah, don't look down. More than or about seven years since that release, she ha- she has had um, uh, extended plays since then, but this is her first official like full length debut, um, called "Don't Look Down," and it's just. For, let me first say this. Um, as I see the eyeballs pop up on Dale's screen, <laughs> um, she's she's. I give you a warning if you when you listen to this chick because she is not your typical female singer per se no, because um no, a lot of female singers um there's a microphone there is a microphone that's a nice microphone I want that oh, um I, I had to set it up okay I didn't mean for it to get on screen my bad <laughs> but uh she's like I mean there are artists that have this kind of trait but she does it I wouldn't I would say beautifully um she has she's a talent for using the bad words it's mocked explicit for a reason yeah it's much like this show over half over half well now (laughs) over half the songs on this album are explicit um and if you listen to the song final warning which is the one that was played in the uh the bumper um, yeah, she gets into yeah. really, she gets into it. Um, let, let me just give you a little, um, taste of what this song's about. I'm not going to give too much away because I don't want to spoil it for Drox. Um, but this, this, this is, this is her basically insanely pissed off. That's <laughs> her, um, boyfriend. And if she, if he doesn't leave soon, uh, she's going to kill him. Basically, the That's song. Pretty much it is. She's going to kill me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah. So, in the one part of the song during the bridge part, you actually hear this blood curling argument in the background between a girl, a girl and her boyfriend. And all of a sudden, you hear the shotgun, and you're like, "Oh shit, something went down." But um, that's that's um, that's that might not be the like. The worst of it. I, I would actually think, yeah, that's the like the most art she gets. But there is um, other places that she um, should get there. Like for example, she has a song called "Shit Man" on the album. Shit Man. And I don't, I don't mean like shit man. It's <laughs> shit man. He, he, he shits at any time he wants. No, not that kind of. It's it's shit man. <laughs> like you're saying, oh shit man. Oh shit man. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, oh boy. Um, but yeah, so there's that. But the other highlight of this album, um, and it, are assuming that you're not sick of the song yet, which I'm not because I actually like this arrangement. Is she did she includes on the iTunes version the demo of uh, "Love the Way You Lie" Part Three. Now, if you've heard the song "Love the Way You Lie," you know it famously for. Rihanna and Eminem. 
Uh, Rihanna sings it, Eminem raps it. Um, but what you might not have known is that Skylar Gray had some input into it. Because Ooh. I'm pretty sure she wrote it. Um, back me up, is that correct? I think that's right. Would you say that's correct, Drox, or no? Jeez, uh, now you're... I don't know. I, me, I can't give you I can't me, give you an honest answer. Let me look this up. Hold on. Um, yeah, she co-wrote the three versions of Love the Way You Lie. There's three versions of the song. Um, but uh, she, the third version of this song was, um, was or the demo version at least, was all done by her. She wrote, she wrote, co-wrote it, produced it, and I think she played the piano. Does, does she play the piano? I think she does. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I can't you. I'm assuming way too much. Um... But yeah, so it's it's very simple and it's just it's it's just beautiful. It's a, it's just a very beautiful song, and she really blows you away with her voice. And um, I'm probably gonna get like slapped for this if I if she hears me say this, but she sounds like a very mature version of Chia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm definitely telling her to listen to this episode now. Yeah. Since Chia, hi. Hi. So she'll stop being mad at me and someone else from now. That, that's what is she didn't have to be mad. No, not her voice, not her. Oh my. You have to argue stuff. Oh. There's a lot of similarities there. If you know Chia, man. There's a lot of similarities. Like both wise. Um, just the subtleness of her voice and the, and like the falsetto. Just there's a lot of similarities, but. Um, but yeah, so this it also features a few rappers on the album. Uh, Eminem's on the album. Big Sean's on the album. Drums by Travis uh, Travis Barker. Um, and then uh, Angel Hayes. I don't know. If, I don't think it's a rapper. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff on this album. I will give a warning though, and this is your final warning. Um, <laughs> that um, if you are if you do not like the use of a lot of cuss words in an album, then you're probably not going to want to listen to this because she gets really into it, and like you can tell, there, but you can tell that there's a lot of not just words, but there's a lot of impact in those words. She does give a lot of emotion to m- many of the stuff. Even in, even when she says like word like the f word so subtly and so quickly that you're like wait she said that I found um, I found that a lot listening to this it's like what was what but she's but some highlights of this album I just find y'all to check out is um final warning wear me out love the way you lie part three shit man shit, and man. um white suburban which is the last um song on the album those are they're they're all they're all really good. Um, I would give this album a four point five suburbans out of five. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, white suburbans. That's how she wants it. Tight. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm sorry to do this, but I have to uh, leave. Yeah, you had a, you had a conflict come up. So, um, but yes, and Drox will be here for the hosting. He just had to go today. But um, thank you for being on. Thank here, you Drox. for at least stopping by. Yes. Thank you for your mood popping up. 
That sounds so weird. Boing. Boing. Oh, you're, you're so welcome for that. <laughs> well then. Um, Alright, well thank you, Jackson. We'll see you later. And now, Mr. Campbell. Uh, I, know, I know, I know why he has um, to leave. I wish I could leave. Can I leave too? Yeah, thanks. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Shine on again. What is up with you choosing all these? Sounds? No, no. See, all right. I have to compare this album to another album that we did, where it was from a group that I used to like, and then it's just them going that I used to like. <laughs> And uh, I just, they're from a group that I used to like and trust, and then they just come out and produce absolute crap. For those who are not, are not paying attention, the album that I'm doing this week was the new Pet Shop Boys album, Electric. Yes. It's, it's, it's very, it's... I'm going to assume you're going to say it's very not electric. It's very not electric. It's just... It's the same thing over and over and over again. And the tracks just feel so long. That's because they are. They're like five to six minutes per song. It actually makes you want to listen to Justin Timberlake's album. <laughs> it's so weird. And it's only nine songs, and it's still a regular length album. Time-wise. Only, wait, it's only five songs? Nine. Nine, sorry. Nine oh, songs. Nine, nine songs. I thought you said five. <laughs> <laughs> then there will be like 20 I minutes. Probably, I, I should probably pull up the album so I don't have to ask that question. <laughs> Here we go. That's okay. Alright. But, but, it's... But, yeah, so... What, 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 like, so, you said the repetitiveness of, like, the sound of the album. What else, like, kind of, like, turned you off? Just... I... The Pet Shop Boys, I used to like them for what they were, and they just, I suppose it's, they're trying something new, and just going a different direction, and kind of failing. Much like the, uh, the album from Week 6, and no, I'm not talking about Evolution Theory from Week 6, I'm talking about the other one. No, that, that was a gem. No, yeah, the other one from that week I'm talking about. Which was an album reviewed by me. Strangely enough. Mm -hmm. It's becoming such a... Uh, it's coming, coming such a... Thing here. A, a, a trend. Not a thread. So let's say a thread. It's... Um, but, um, I got a question real quick. Yeah. What the hell... Why the hell do you name a track Olshi? <sighs> That's that's the problem I had with it most of the time was it's the tracks they had nothing to do with the song at all. Like and I can I can get that yeah somewhere in there like Fallout Boy used to do. 
used to name their songs, but they didn't mention the title of the song in there as all, at all, but it was still tied to the theme. Well, especially for something like this, where it's, like, most instrumental in the song, like, yeah. you don't really, you, it's it just, but even then, like, most of them focus on, like, how it sounds. Like, if there's a watery sound to a song, you, you could, like, name it a title, like, something with, like, like, um... A water theme the to it. Yeah. Have a water yeah. theme to it. Also, just... The... Why would you... I don't... Why would you name it Bolshi? Does your song sound Bolshi? What is Bolshi? <laughs> I would like to know what this word Bolshi? is. If you, if you take If you take Bolshi and construe it enough, it'll translate to bullshit. So, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. Ten points? Ten points? <laughs> Alright. While you do that, I was going to say... Dictionary.com puts it as a slang term, which means uh, difficult to miss and politically radical or left-wing. Well, that's why it sucked. We're joking. Anyways. Yeah, and that, and that, that had nothing to do with the actual song itself going full circle so it's just and also i'm fine with electronic music that's not the problem because we reviewed daft punk and i love that and they with the daft punk album because it was an electric but they used electronic voices for that album they mixed the electronic voices up and made it all you know exciting to listen to whereas this was just all like it's just one tone garbage sounds like a hoedown (laughs) (laughs) that would have been more electric alright what would you rate this Uh, I wouldn't because there were the extra instrumental parts were okay if you just take it out of the the context of the song and just enjoy it for what it was. So it wasn't completely horrible, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so you would give it? I would give it one axis out of five. One axis out of out of five anarchy. Out of five anarchy. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yep. If you get what I meant, folks, good for you. Also, this just in, whose line's back? Yay! Yes, whose line in the United States is back on the CW. Has nothing to do with music, unless you count Wayne Brandy singing, which is awesome. Um, check it out, folks, it's awesome. Anyways. So did you listen to this, or, or did you I did you pass on it? One. I, didn't really get to, I didn't get to listen to like the whole thing, but... Um, after hearing what you're saying. I don't want to. No, don't. I don't want to. Um, don't. I don't listen to Droxes, though. Yeah, I'll like listen to Droxes. I listened to um, Charlotte Gray, and it blew me away, so. Shyler Gray? Skylar Gray. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired and sick. Speaking of the tired Anyways, and sick, um... <laughs> let's move into this. Gentlemen. 
K-pop. <laughs> nice. This is the crazy K-pop moment where we talk about reggae, apparently. <laughs> we talk about reggae music this time. This is a K-pop moment where we talk about reggae. All right. And in honor of that. <clears throat> hey, what up, man? We talk about reggae K-pop. Yes, we talk about the group that we talked about before on the show, man. Yeah, man. Where he was stuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The group. Their name is uh, 21. 21. It's an Italian reggae, man. <laughs> <laughs> an Italian Jamaican, man. <laughs> we are the Bob Said team. Okay. Um. <laughs> what? Boy. Um. Okay. So uh, we talked about 21 before with their song, with uh, the song "I Love You" and a few other stuff, but it was more talking about them as a group rather than talking about a song. Now, I've been listen- I listen to a lot of their stuff. I talk I listen to CL stuff that we talked about a couple weeks ago and then I t- and with the group they're known for mo- having mo- more of a electronic hip hop sound. Very similar to how um, Black Eyed Peas went with their later albums. Very similar to, uh, similar feel to that. But, um, in my opinion, more catchy and more enjoyable. Especially that last song. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, but this song goes in a completely different direction than where they've been going. Um, for one thing, it's reggae. And for two, and the second thing is, um, um, it just, it just, it feels like more of, um, something they don't usually do, and it feels more like a very girl, uh, girly, teen poppy song, and a video, especially if you've seen this video. I am watching the video right now. Muted, of course. They're on a beach, they're dancing, um, and they're just, they're showing off some stuff, and, uh, Dara, who's the one that's blonde in the video for you, Dale? Yep. Um, don't know what the hell she's wearing. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that is. It's just, like, like they gave her the shaft. They're like, okay, everyone draw straws. Okay, I'll see you. Um, we're going to give you a skin-tight, leather, white outfit. Make you look very delicious. And, yeah, you're gorgeous. You look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. Showing off the abs. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. You know how to show them off. And Park Bomb, do not make any facial expression at all. <laughs> do not. Because if you do, you're going to lose a bunch of fans. She has no facial expression at all. It disturbs the hell out of me. And then, like, she's like, okay, you don't have any facial expression, but we're going to give you these green contacts to make you look like you're from the ocean. You're going to look gorgeous. <laughs> and then, Dara, Dara, we don't, we ran out of stuff. Here's a lampshade. Here's a lampshade here. Just wear that. Just wear that, and uh, you'll, you'll look good. You're going to look good, girl. And, yeah. What the what? Okay, you don't look as good as everyone else. But was still, that a guy? Was um, that a girl that... No, that was a guy that tried... Looked like a girl for there for half a second. I swear. <laughs> There's a lot of K-pop guys that look like girls. <laughs> Just put that out there. Um, uh, but yeah, so... Um, there, But, I mean, despite that... Um, this song is very catchy. It's not my favorite 21 song, by far. Um, Can't Nobody and I'm the Best remain, or in Korean words, they remain my all-time favorites because they're just so catchy, so iconic K-pop, but 
for this one, it kind of, it just like veers away from their usual electronic stuff. Which is it refreshing? Mm, it's good. Yeah, kind of refreshing, but I want my dance music back. <laughs> I want it back. I want the bum I want that back. <laughs> but it's they'll come back to it. There's just you know, you gotta do something different. I mean Girls Generation did it. Oh Ooh, two thousand seven. Um, Sorry. Oh my. Oh my. Um Every time I say this, you're gonna do like some time warp thing where you're gonna go like um, but yeah, so another thing I'm going to point out that actually Eat Your Kimchi pointed out, um, you know them, uh, where <clears throat> there are actually boys in this song, rather than many songs that are about boys where there's no opposite sex in there. Like, for example, let's bring up Girls' Generation again. <laughs> um... There's a song, they did a song that is called The Boys without a freaking boy in the video. <laughs> no, okay. I... Um, catchy song, but where the hell is your freaking boys? And then in I Got a Boy... They got a little better. They actually had a boy. They actually video. had a boy in it. Yeah. But they had one boy for nine. <laughs> had a boy, but they had nine women, which is very lucky for the dude. But, um, <laughs> yeah, He's cheating on all. I think we yeah we talked about that on the. Single one of them know about. We talked about that on the show. Like, how do you go behind the backs of the others and try to organize like nine different dates without it conflicting? Yeah, so he did it very well, apparently. Um, but then you get to 21 with this video, and there's actually a bunch of guys in the video, and they're like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But then they also pointed out this. They're, the boys are playing basketball in this video. Yes. But if you look very carefully, they suck at yeah. basketball. <laughs> they, they, I mean, like, they don't know that, like, oh, oh, we're supposed to dribble. Oh, okay. They, we're, we're supposed to, um, um, um. Wait, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing a ple why are you wearing pleather in a video in this game? You're not supposed to wear pleather. You're supposed to wear basketball shorts. Shirts are optional, but you're supposed to wear basketball shorts. <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, right. We're actually not gonna shoot the ball into the hoop at all. No. <laughs> no. That was a weird sound effect. Oh, no. <laughs> For the audio listeners, that's what happens when you go, no, in a cup. No. Anyway, I just thought I'd do that. Oh, wow. There you go. But yeah. Okay, but back to the song. Still enjoyable. The um, the rap by CL is just amazing. Because she's an amazing rapper. She's like the best female K-pop rapper out there. And I'm going to say it. If you don't agree with me, well then, that's your opinion. But, um, but she's really, she's like the best. And she can also rap in English pretty damn well, too. So she can do it in two languages, people. No, three languages if you count Japanese. So, boom. Boom. Deal with it. Um, and she can do it without mispronouncing something, I think. 
because YG's good at that. But yeah, so the song is called Falling in Love, and um, now Dale, did you hear the song? I did not hear the song, I just watched the video, which which was a bit weird, not having the audio. You need to to listen to it, because it's it's enjoyable, it is very enjoyable, but odd sounding. The basketball thing was... Yeah. Um, I will, but um, the one thing, the one bad thing I'll say about this video that I didn't really like is the intro. The very first thing you hear in the video is, is um, this, this, I don't know who it is. It sounds like a Jamaican woman going. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I'm awake now. Thanks. What is that? Yeah. Falling in love. Falling in love. That's how you fall in love in Jamaica. Duh. Falling in love. You sing it in Korean and you play basketball horribly. <laughs> but, I, yeah, okay, the basketball thing. Just on one final note. They have to have a basketball scene because that's where all the dudes hang out. Exactly. That's a music video trope if we want to really get onto that. At least they have dudes in the video. Yes. They're actually doing something right. Girls' Generation, on the other hand. <laughs> one dude, You might just have nine one girls. playing the video. But you need to, like, you need to get a little more dudes. You gotta have some more junk. Come on. <laughs> you know, don't be such... Also, get your freaking dancers out of, like, this dungeon room that, like, is in the middle of nowhere. If you watch SM videos, you'll see this. It's, it's they're always in one room. Like, that's the entire video, is just them dancing in one room. It's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, I used, and I used to be a fan of, um, of like, the SM videos until I saw YG videos. Much more entertaining. Oh, and my iTunes doesn't want to load today. Oh, iTunes! Because that's how... But we do have something that we need to talk about if we're moving on from we do? more junk. Are we moving on from more junk? More junk? Yeah. Where? Where? Um, dodge the junk. Is don't, it? Don't get hit by the junk. Don't get hit by the junk. <laughs> don't get hit by the junk. Um, let me guess. Show title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do we have anything else to say on the um, on the uh, video there? The falling in love. That's what, that's what it was. I forgot it for. Um, a no. No. That is it. That is it. Just don't. Just learn how to play basketball, then go in a video. Yes. And CL, hot damn. Anyways. Um, let's move on. Oh, you, you, you said you had something else to talk about? Oh, no, no. I was going to talk about uh, pre-orders. Oh. And there's one huge one well, that got yes. put up this week. Oh, but before we do pre-orders, we should probably still talk about um, what's out now. Uh, okay. I think. We'll do that right. first. We'll do that first. For example, um, Sarah Bareilles just released her new album last week. You know, the love song chick. The love song chick. I'm gonna write you a love song. Her new album, 
her new album out, The Blessed Unrest, released July 12th, is only $10.99. It's an iTunes LP, mastered for iTunes. You should check that out, folks. You should. There's literally nothing that's coming here. Ooh, actually. It's an album, just because it has some word Nashville in it, I'm interested. It's a, by the looks of it, it's a country compilation album. It's Double Cream 5, 20 years of Nashville number ones. From 1992 Yay. to 2012. It has um, 43 of, tracks uh, on it, by the way. Speaking of strange music, that was we talked about earlier, um, Mayday, who is also a part of Strange Music, um, released their album on July 16th. They're a hip-hop rap group, and, um, man, Drock should have heard that. Listen to that one. Yeah. That was new. That was, like, brand new. You should have done that. Maybe he should send that to him for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. next week. Drox, um, Mayday, Mayday. Mayday, 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 Mayday. Oh boy. Um, let's see here. Anything else on the on the new releases that I want? Uh, there's 80 from America that came out on Ooh. July 19th. Ooh. So today. Oh, this just in, there's a there's a singer called Small Pools. What? I don't know. I don't know. So it's 80 um, songs, 80 classic American tracks. So if you need more American in your library, I recommend picking this up. Which I might Global actually America. do. I might actually pick that up because it has a lot of good songs on it. Where we have awesome music. For 30 bucks, but anyway. Yeah, ooh. Well, Australian. Um, Alright, so the album that we thought we were going to review this week, which didn't work out well, um... Uh, Tech Nine's new album, something else, All Access Edition. We talked about it last week about how like big it was and how it was a good for a good price. It is released on the 30th of July. That's that we're not joking this time. It's really released on that day. Um, that's and I think Drox has already called that. So yep, that's what we're gonna do at that. Uh, another one, another one, Dale. Um... Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, you don't. No. All right. Uh, Emblem three, July thirtieth. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a quick run through of a few that you know y'all need to check out. Um, well, so, I could do ones that we're doing on the show. That's fine. Yeah, but and um, you went semi-racist. Uh, I guess whoop, I did. There you uh, go. Whatever. Um, it's because I brought up iTunes. Oh. Um. So I guess we'll bring this up, and I'm guessing we're gonna probably review it, even though I don't, I don't think either of us really want to. But here it goes: the 2020 experience part two. Yes. By Justin Timberlake. Um, the new song's good, but does it? Does the whole album live up to it? And is it a freaking clusterfuck of long songs again? But the lead single is five minutes and fifty-five seconds long, which suit? What? How long was Suit and Tie? Which was the lead single off the last one? Around. Around that. Around that. So, we've got 13 tracks this time around. Too long, dude. Too long. All right, just a new, a few other people to, to look for. Avenged Sevenfold, Selena Gomez, Pearl Jam, Robin Thicke, Cher, um, Nine Inch Nails, Mark Anthony, Five Finger Death Punch. 
Five finger um, death touch. That's just that's, I love that name. Jay Sean, um, buddy guy. Okay. Buddy guy. Um, his name's Buddy Guy. And Gloria Estefan. Those are just a few artists. And Bob Dylan. Oh wait, that's that's no, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> oh, and how could I forget Backstreet Boys? <gasps> how can I forget their new album? They want it that way. Oh wait. Oh wait, I don't like boy bands. Anyways, um, uh, that's gonna do it for like the. John Mayer has his new album coming out. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. one. August twenty-third. Alrighty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do for the show. Remember, we record with the exception of today. We record <laughs> live every Thursday around, I guess, five p.m. Mountain Time now. Yes. The only time Sorry. That matters. The new edition, we had to do a little change. Um, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, the only time zone that matters. Um, you can you can tune in live at chefwondermedia.com slash live if you want to watch us live. See our ugly faces. Yep. Um, and uh, laugh along as um, Drox puts his dinosaur tail onto the screen. I put my Brian Ibbett face up. And Dale puts his big-eyed T-Rex thing into the frame as well. Yes, that thing right there. That <laughs> scarily big eye right there. Um, but yes, if you want to talk, if you want to contact the show, give us feedback, um, send in requests for what albums you want us to review. Um, please, just we would love to hear feedback from all of you. So, if you want to, send us an email at roughcutspodcast at gmail dot com. That's spelled R U F F. It's not R E, not the other way around. Um, roughcutspodcast at gmail.com you can find the blog at chefwondermedia.com slash roughcuts and the video feed is at youtube.com slash user slash chefwonderdc and you can subscribe to us on iTunes and I think the album app's liking us I think it is up this time yes yes I saw it today yes I don't know if it takes to, if it's just a time of you know because iTunes is iTunes yeah where can people find you people can find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash uh, the Dale Campbell. I had to think about that. Do I use Twitter still? Yes. yes. Um, you all can find Drox at youtube.com slash xrxgrassman. And you can find me on Twitter at thejakewesley. And on YouTube at user slash cavo350. Uh, anything else? Uh, 350. Um, <laughs> chicken shit money. Chicken shit money. Uh, yes. Yeah. Don't get hit by the junk. Whoops. That was almost... I almost played the wrong thing. Almost. That is good. Good job there. Yep. Alright. One job. One oh, job. I have... that, that, that song I was listening to is now available on iTunes. Uh, Miss Moving On by Fifth Harmony. Oh. It's up there! Yay! Oh, and it's getting five stars from everybody, which is awesome. Yay. I have a thing for girl groups all right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you all next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.